So by the end of that first year, I literally um, was having the most fun of my life. I had made all these great friends. I felt like I was making a living by making a difference in people's life. And I was empowering people, which was empowering me. Because whatever you give away comes back. That's the nice thing. And I'm a big giver. Like when I found this, I was literally drowning. It's like, I want to give. But if you don't have energy or time or money, you know, you can't do that. So by the end of that first year, I was literally making... Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Side Boobs and Side Hustles. I'm Britt, and Shelby is not here today. She has been super busy moving and doing all of those things, um, but the show must go on, so you're going to have to endure just listening to me for today, so sorry about that. So if you had a chance to listen to last week's episode, I sat down with Logan Stadel and she was talking a lot about this health and wellness company that her, her sister and her mom are super involved in. And she talked a lot about her mom and just the matriarch of a single mom that she was now and just this kind of amazing life that she had been able to build for them um, working with this company. So when you hear somebody like talking about their mom in such a manner that like Logan did, I was just like, wow, like I need to go talk to your mom. Um, A couple days after we interviewed Logan, I questioned her a little more about the company and ended up getting involved myself. And then I had an opportunity to go out to their house. Um, We were going to do a little bit of training and just hang out with all the girls involved get to know each other just do a little bit of learning um it was really cool all of the girls were super supportive and everybody just kind of like wants the same thing you know to make some money go on these cool trips and to just have to be surrounded by like strong powerful willful women that are there for you can help you want to see you succeed And all around, it was just a really, really cool experience. So when we were doing the training, um, her mom stepped in a few times and spoke some words of wisdom and taught us some tips and tricks of how to be more successful. And she's just a really wise, insightful woman. And after the training portion of it was done, I asked if I could grab her real quick if she wanted to be on the podcast and she was like yeah we can do that and she only had like 15 ish minutes before she had to be on a call with a way more important person than myself Um, so I was really grateful that she gave me the time because she is truly truly amazing and it was just such a heartfelt conversation and I loved every minute of it so I'm excited to share it with you guys and Yeah, so we will get to that in a little bit. Um, The whole trip was just honestly so much fun, so funny. Um, It was Cinco de Mayo and got there, had some food, some margs, and did all of our training stuff. And so there are seven siblings in the family. There's six girls and one boy. I'm not exactly sure how many of them still live at home, but like... 
Logan is kind of there on and off Maddie because they all kind of work together. So there's always just so much going on at that house. And Logan had told me that, but I mean, there was so much going on and I loved every second of it. Like it made me want to have seven kids, honestly, just to see everybody running around, like having so much fun. The brother had all of his friends over. They were jumping in the pond. The sisters were coming in and out and just saying, I mean, it was just really, really, really cool dynamic. Um, And yeah, I was like, man, I need, I need to have this kind of crazy chaotic family in my life because the energy was just so awesome. I really didn't want to leave at all. So moving into like high key, low key, it's from this trip too. Um, Heike, I gotta watch two girls get a tattoo in somebody's house for the first time ever. So one of the sisters has a tattoo gun and, you know, you gotta practice on people. So two of the girls that were there for the training were like, hey, sign me up, practice a line on me, whatever you need to do, just we're here to support you. So like typically when you hear stories about people getting tattoos in houses, you think like, the basement of somebody's house with like some drugs and like really sketchy but you guys this was like the polar opposite like big house no drugs lots of friendly people cheering her on being supportive um it was really funny um one girl got a little cross on her arm and then another got a line on her leg just like a red line and Loki I'm kind of mad I didn't get one myself because that was a great opportunity to just have a new experience I wanted to I just didn't I couldn't think of anything super simple to have her do right that second and I kind of I didn't want to like pressure her into having to do another one because I think she's fairly new at practicing. So maybe next time I go out, I'll get one. Um, maybe I'll let her practice her circles on me. You know, you got to support your artists and they have to practice on people. But it was super, super, super funny and cool. So typically we do that new, new. Um, last week, Shelby was supposed to get a piercing. As far as I know, that didn't happen. I assume I would have got a picture or something if she did do that. Um, And I didn't get one. But this week, um, the basic, basic girl in me is going to say that that Nunu is going to be tie-dyeing. I have been seeing tie-dye all over Instagram and I want to tie-dye something so bad. And I don't know if I really want to do like tie-dye tie-dye or if I just want to do like the bleach on the black stuff. I don't know, but that's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to tie-dye some stuff. Hopefully, I don't take it, like, too far and get out of control with it. Like, last week, I started, I cropped one of my shirts, and then I couldn't stop, and I just started cutting all of my clothes up, and Dustin came in the room, and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, it's just too long. I'm just cutting it a little, and he's like, well, don't start cutting up my shirts. I'm like, well, too late, too late, buddy, Um, but... Yeah, so if you want to tie-dye some stuff with me, let me know. I don't know how to do it. And I'll post pictures of it, I'm sure. Also, um, so when we reviewed those beers on, I don't remember what episode it was. We just had a couple beers. We were talking about them. We actually have people reaching out to us now that want to send us stuff to try and review, which is 
amazing and I love that. Um, but it's super funny because obviously we had no clue what we were talking about. Like, I don't know jack shit about beers, like the different kinds. But the fact that somebody listened, some company listened and they're like, oh, I'm going to have these girls try out this. <laughs> I'm dead, but we got some product in to try. So maybe on the next episode, I'll do that. Um, Dustin's already tried it and he really likes it. So there's a little teaser for you. Dustin approves. He's probably going to finish it before I get a chance to try it. And yeah, I think that's all I've got. Um, here is Kala Stadel. Perfect. Here we go. All right. I'm sitting down with Kala Stadel. I'm at her beautiful house with all of her amazing children and it's chaotic, but I love it. What is it? First of all, what is it like being a mom to seven? Seven kids, right? Seven kids, right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it's so funny because when I was little, I wanted to have 10. And then, oh you know, when you get a rational mind, it's like, okay, well, won't be doing that. And God had different plans for me. So yeah, we had three and then a break and then the other four, but it's amazing. You know, it's like the place everybody always says that we should have our own show. <laughs> Honestly, I agree. Keeping up with the staying up with the Stadels. I know. I feel like you're like the Chris Jenner of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about your backstory, kind of your struggles and some things that you went to that brought you to where you are now. Oh, well, everybody's got the struggle. I guess the struggle is the thing that actually can either, you know, you can be a victim or you can be a survivor or you can be a conqueror. And I guess that we go through all those things. And so um, as I was having my kids, you know, uh, their dad and I just, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a good fit. So I feel like I lost myself a lot in that. I was trying to do and be it all. And gosh, gosh, that just made my heart like race like crazy. But, you know, I just um, really had lost myself. I ended up I was an emotional eater, and as I was having my kids and financial struggle and strain, I mean, trying to, you know, go to Subway with seven kids is like a full-on fancy dining experience for most people, and, um, you know, I just realized it's like, oh my gosh, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul, and there's just not enough. There's not enough of my time. There's not enough energy. I was waking up pushing myself through every day and really felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown. And I think, you know, I always say that, um, you know, I had my back up against the wall financially and physically and, you know, sometimes and most of the time that's actually when, you know, I was on a treadmill of life and someone was going faster, 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 and I didn't have anything left and it made me have to look. I started praying for something um, and I was like, what, you know, what am I going to do? So I, that was a place where, you know, I ended up having to, if I would have been comfortable, maybe I wouldn't have found what, you know, I found that brought us to our freedom really. Um, and I think they say that about frogs, you know, that you can stick frogs in in hot water and turn it up and let it boil and they'll just set in there and boil to death. And if you try to put them in hot water, they'll hop right out. So I think a lot of times in life, there's people that are literally just having the temperature go up and they just don't realize that they're stuck in a place that, you know, things could be way different. But I think when you get to the very bottom, a lot of times is when you make that decision. It's like, it can't be like this anymore. Yeah, I agree. 
So what was the biggest change that you made then that was probably an uphill climb, I assume, (laughs) but still going up? Well, what happened was, is I was running two businesses, the economy crashed, and I was like, you know, trying to figure out how am I going to take care of my kids, you know, and it was like, I was working so hard. I had dieted my way to a size 22, and I had a friend that called me from um, California and said, she was my skinny friend, (laughs) who, thank God, gained 12 pounds, and she found a system that worked, and she said, Calla, this company's going to be really big, you need to take a look at it, and I was you know, for six months, I've been praying for something. And what am I going to do when you have seven kids and two businesses, you don't have time to do anything else. So this was something that I could do in the nooks and crannies of my life. And I was like, Hey, man, if this stuff works, great, I need it for myself. But more than anything, I needed a way to bring another stream of income into our home. So that's what happened. She called me and I finagled a way to get started. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to test this out. You know, if it doesn't work, I can get my money back. If it does work, I know lots of fat people. (laughs) I love that. So you had the success with the products yourself too. And that's what kind of made you want to. Well, I trusted my friend, you know, she called me, she had lost her 12 pounds after not being able to do it through diet and exercise for a year and gone to the doctor and said, Hey, is this my thyroid? He's like, welcome to menopause. And so by the time she got a hold of me and she literally called me eight times that um, month and I didn't have time to go to the bathroom at that point in my life. And by the time she got a hold of me, she had all these stories. She got seven people to do it with her. She's a mom of six. I'm a mom of seven. She's from California. She was looking for a way to bring some extra income into her home. And by the time she got a hold of me, she was getting checks every day for referring people and um, had great stories. So she told me both of those. And because of the relationship we had, I knew she was a savvy businesswoman. She had owned a cellular business and a lot of things that I knew I needed to take a look. So I, you know, I did it. I grabbed some people to do it with me because I'm like, man, if I'm doing this, I needed the system. But if I'm doing this, I need to know that it not only works for me, but other people. So grab my 18 year old daughter, my neighbor who had had a hysterectomy and my mom who was in her 60s. I'm like, and it worked for all of us. So I'm like, dang, we got a winner here. And now is this kind of your main source of income or are you still doing the other businesses too? No, actually, um, (laughs) well, I had the guilt of the working mom. So I was going to work and my kids would call me and it was like, I don't even think I was nice to them because it was like I had all this guilt about knowing where my heart wanted to be. Um, But I'm also a business girl. So it was like, you know, it's like being a mom is the hardest job that there is. You know, you're doing the same things over and over again and no one's cheering you on or giving you any kudos for it. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so what happened was is that I knew, you know, I right away had this um, success with other people's stories. It was like the test of my life, which was my weight, my energy, my health. Um, became my testimony and I kind of got addicted to the stories and really after that first month my dad called me and he said you know Cal it's just the way you walk through a room like I had my confidence back and then he said something that's really the most life-changing was he said my mom was down 32 pounds and had he said you know you probably saved your mom's life and it was like just for that story just for getting my mom um back and that her being able to be a grandma to my kids it was worth that but it's kind of like throwing a rock in the water it's like there was such a ripple effect of what that story and different people's stories did so by the end of that first year I literally um, was having the most fun of my life 
I had made all these great friends. I felt like I was making a living by making a difference in people's life. And I was empowering people, which was empowering me. Because whatever you give away comes back. That's the nice thing. And I'm a big giver. Like, when I found this, I was literally drowning. It's like, I want to give. But if you don't have energy or time or money, you know, you can't do that. So by the end of that first year, I was literally making over $10,000 a month as, you know, this mom of seven. And I was able to get rid of, you know, one of the businesses. The other one was my former husband's. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a noose around my neck because I had so much overhead. I had employees. It just was like, it just didn't fit in my life for all the sports and all the stuff and where I wanted to be. I wanted to be present. So it was just like, I could get rid of that and come home and do this around a crazy busy life. Yes. Um, so what are some of your like daily routine stuff, things that you do to stay centered and not to get overwhelmed with everything going on in your life? Uh, well, I have grace. That's the first <laughs> thing. But I think that what I tell anybody with anything they want, because it's like what find your passion. You know, it's like people need to figure out what, you know, we are going to do something. We're going to do it over and over again for a long time. It's like if you can find something that you're passionate about, like turn it into a business. You know, if people love to fish, having a fishing business, if you love to cook, if you, you know, whatever it is. They say that home-based business is really where it's at as far as being able to keep more of what it is that you make. My dad told me when I was growing up, you know, that you want to, if you want to make the most money, that you should be in sales or an entrepreneur. And so what I do is things can get really crazy. And it's like people a lot of times are trying to pour out of an empty cup. Mm -hmm. And it's like you have to, you know, when I first started on my weight loss journey, you know, I ended up losing 80 pounds in six months. But right when I first started getting quick success, we're an instant drive through society, man. We want what we want and we want it yesterday. Well, I noticed that day three, I woke up, dark cloud gone. I was down six pounds, two inches around my waist. I wasn't thinking about food. And I started being able to see myself. So everybody needs to be able to, wherever you are, you know, start visualizing. So before I got out of bed in the morning, I would visualize myself where I was going, not where I was at. Yeah. And so... What I tell people is like the hour of power is so important. It's like, you know, don't get on your device, get up a little bit earlier because a lot of times as soon as your day starts, it just takes you. And if you get that 20, 20, 20, you know, at least 20 minutes on your spiritual self where you can write and journal, kind of get a direction for where you're going. 20 minutes physically moving because so much happens. And a lot of times I do that and I'm building whatever skill it is that I want to do. And I think leadership is one of the biggest things that people need to grow in their life. And so I'd say whatever your business is, you know, YouTube now it's like you can go there and, you know, we could do brain surgery. I mean, they're doing some stuff in the other room right now that that they probably learned on YouTube, you know, we won't talk about that or <laughs> will we maybe later. Um, so do you meditate? Can you speak on that at all? Are you a big meditator or manifestation? I think a lot of people throw the word manifestation around. I don't really even know if people actually know what it is a lot. I mean, I do, but I don't know if everybody does. Well, um, you know, I'm a, a God girl, but I'm not, I mean, like I'm spiritual. I'm not really like, I'm definitely not religious, but yeah, the thing that it says is that without a vision that people perish. So if that's the truth, then that means with a vision that you'll prosper. And so what we have to do is get quiet. You know, I say you have to slow down to speed up and we're all going so fast that I think the chaos just takes us and you have to slow down and be able to just start getting in that creative place, starting to visualize, you know, using all your senses, like 
whatever it is that you want, start hearing it, smelling it, seeing it, and writing it down. I always say, read it, write it, say it, sing it, pray it. Read it, write it, say it, sing it, pray it. And it is crazy when you how powerful the mind is. Yeah. When you start focusing on stuff, like we were just talking about somebody downstairs at the table, and then boom, that girl reaches out to Logan two minutes yeah. later. And it's like, so we don't realize what we're putting out there. Yeah, energy is big. What you put out is going to come back on you. So slowing down and just making sure that you're being intentional about everything that you do in life is super important and is going to help you be successful in anything that you do. Amen. I 100% believe that. Would you rather relive your 20s or be in your 50s? Oh, that's a funny question because, I, you know, yeah, I'm in my 50s and I'm going to tell you I would never go back. <laughs> to be honest and it's like everybody's like I don't want to get old I don't want to get old and I didn't either my 25th birthday was like the worst experience of my life I was so not looking forward to it but now you know I was the biggest people pleaser you know I was looking to please people and you know I love people and you know you have to love yourself before you can give anything away and so I think that um Oh, so now I love being the age I am because of the wisdom that I've gotten. Like, I am definitely never going to grow up. I mean, I'm still the 20-year-old person with with the energy and fire now back in my soul. And I feel like it's so much better to be able to take this gift and give it to to people like your age to say, oh, my gosh, don't settle in your life. Oh, my gosh, you can be and do and have way more than what you believe. And I what I'm going to cheer anybody on to their success wherever it is. That's awesome. Yeah, I have always like looked forward to being like 40 and I don't know why I just want to be older. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird thing to say, but I'm cool with being 20, but I feel like I'm too old to be in my 20s. Yeah, you're like an old soul. Yeah, I've got those. And that's what Logan always says. She goes, oh, my gosh, my friends. It's like, you know, you just don't care anymore about, you know, you care yeah. about people. But it's like you realize that, man, this is your life to live. You can't be worried about doing it for other people. And you want to inspire people to just be who they are, be their yeah. authentic self, release them from a prison they're probably in. Definitely. So what is one of the biggest things that you've learned throughout your whole journey so far? That if you help enough other people get what they want in life, that you are going to get what you want in life. And the biggest gift that I've learned is that, you know, I was in a place that was not a healthy place for me. And I have six girls. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to end up crying. And it's like I realized that it's what's caught, not what's taught. And if I want them to live empowered, if I want them to live their best life, they have to see it by example. And it's like if I'm settling or if I'm not living full out, they're going to do what they see. Not yeah. what I say, not what I want, but I want them. And that's what I think the biggest gift that I've had is that, you know, like I say, it's like I want my ceiling to be their floor and I want them. And that's what I believe I've given them. That's the biggest gift I've given them is them knowing that they can be and do anything they want in their life if they help enough other people get their what they want in life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I barely know you at all, but I feel like I see that and you're doing that and you're a great inspiration just to me. And we have other girls here today kind of doing a little training. And I think everybody really looks up to you. Um, <laughs> um, so do you have like any more goals or are you like maxed out? Oh. I mean, you're like living your best life. I feel so I don't know <laughs> what, what you got. Oh, no, you got to always have goals. You know, it's like, um, 
I have gone through places where it's like, okay, well, I mean, as far as financially and the things that are around me, I have gotten way more than I ever dreamed possible. But when you go back to the one person in front of you, they say that you can change, you can't change the whole world, but if you change one person's life, you change their whole world. So I guess that I'm just passionate about finding out what really makes people tick and then and then just, you know, being a cheerleader. I talk about leadership is really important, but really it's being a cheerleader and helping give people direction. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know you didn't have like a ton of time, so I appreciate you sitting down real quick and chatting uh, with me. I've had so much fun today getting to know you guys. And that's what I'm saying. It's like when you get to just ask people like, you know, tell me your story and, you know, what, you know, what makes you tick in your life, then it's, I don't know, it just, it just, it's like when you plant a seed, it like, goes up and it's just like this we just planted seeds today of friendship that you know with time and with sunlight and with water we're going to get a chance and the thing that I'm excited for you is that you know gosh we're going to get to travel the beaches of the world can't yeah, wait to put the toes, toes to in the that. sand with you sign me up here we go <laughs> all right well last thing let everybody know where to find you on social media Oh, yeah. So that I have to ask my daughter. See, that's what the deal is. It's like, okay, what is my, it's Cala Stadel, C-A-L-A-S-T-A-D-E-L. And that's like California for anybody who doesn't know. That's what I say. Cala like California, super califragilistic. Find me there on Facebook. Perfect. You can find us at sideboobs.sidehustles. Find me, Brittany, at Britt.Ferris. And thanks for tuning in. See you next Wednesday. Uh-huh.